Hey, good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Sosa daf mem aleph. We are holding on daf mem on the base at the very end of the page at Mesive, two lines from the end of the page. Today's year is sponsored once again by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children, Ali the Nishmas's mother, Golda Basimcha la Shalom. We thank him once again very much for the continued sponsorship of the daf yomi. So after we finish up our conversation that we were right in the middle of from yesterday, the Gemara is going to discuss whether you're allowed to be medalig in Kriya Satora and in Kriya Sanavim what the conditions would have to be to skip from one section of the Torah to another during the Kriya. Then the Gemara is going to discuss why it is that the Kohen Gadol reads one Parsha by heart. Why don't they just take uh, roll the Torah or take out another Sefer Torah to read the next Parsha that he has to read. And then the Gemara is going to discuss the aftermath of the eight brachos of the Kohen Gadol. And then we're going to, uh, the Mishnah on, uh, the, in the middle of Amalaf is going to go through the procedure for Hakel. So we're going to move from the Kriya of the Kohen Gadol and Yom Kippurim to the Kriya of the Melech in Hakel. The Gemara is going to discuss why the Torah uses four different phrases to describe the day on which we do Hakel. Do we really need four markers to be able to figure out what that day is? Then the Gemara is going to discuss why Agrippa Samelech was uh, was allowed to, uh, to was allowed to stand and uh, be mochel on his kavod. Normally a Melech uh, should not be mochel on his kavod, but Agrippa Samelech was mochel on his kavod as he read the parsha of Hakel, and uh, the Gemara is going to talk about the quant- the consequences of Hanufa and uh, when it's mutter to do Hanufa, uh, because Agrippa Samelech was uh, someone who was, who was upset because he was really his yichus was that of an Evan and not that of a Melech, and uh, they were machnifim and they said Nah, chinuata, chinuata. So that's going to lead us into a discussion of Hanufa, and then on the bottom of uh, Amud Bey is going over to. Uh, Amr Aleph and, and wrapping up the parak are going to be five different statements that Reb Lazar has about Chanufa. So the parak pretty much ends with discussions relating to uh, to Chanufa. Now, I mean, the real end of the parak is four who are four people who are not Makabal Pnei Shechina, but we're definitely not going to get to that today. So let's uh, let's begin on Daf Mem Amid Beis. So we were right in the middle of discussing how the Kriya of the Kohen Gadol was able to be done, where he stood up to greet the Sefer Torah uh, because he was previously sitting, even though in Yeshiva Bazar al-Makhs based Bulvad, because it was not in the Azar, it was in the Ezra's Nashim. So it says in our Meisvei, but I'll tell you, when we talk about the parsha of Hakel, we say Vehechen Korinbo. Where does the, the Melech read from the Sefer Torah? So Ba'azara, that it's got to be in the Azara. And the Gemara assumes that this means the real Azara, the Azara that has the highest level of Kedusha, where they would do the Avoda. So Rebbe ben Yaakov Omer, Baharabais. Rebbe ben Yaakov says, no, not in the Azara, only in a place that has Kedushas HaRabayi, Shenemar, because the Pasuk says about the Kriya Satora of Ezra HaSofer in Sefer Nechemia, Vayikra Bo Lifnei HaRechov, Asher Lifnei Shar HaMayim. So according to the Tanakhama, it was in the Azara, and the Kriya of the Kohen Gadol and Yom Kippur, Mistama, was in the same place, was in the Azara. So how could it be that the Kohen Gadol uh, sat there? So it says, Amrav Chista Ba'ezras Nashim. No, when Tanakhama says Ba'ezara, he doesn't mean Ezras Yisrael, where there's Nisir Yeshiva, he means Be'ezras Noshim. Okay, so now the, the Mishnah had said that the Kohen Gadol reads Parshat Achremos and he reads the Parshat of Achbasar and then he skips from Parshat Achremos, meaning he's skipping from Parshat Achremos to Achbasar, uh, which is uh, Parshat Emor. So it says Mar Urminu, Urmini, I'll ask you a stira, because the, Gemara, the Mishnah says in the Saks Megillah, Medalgin Benavi, Ve'ein Medalgin Betorah, that 
while one is allowed to skip around in reading from another, you're not allowed to skip from one place to another in reading from the Torah. So how could the Kohen Gadol be medaleg in the Torah itself? So I'm Rabbi, look, Kasha, Khan, when the Mishnah Megillah says you're not allowed to be medalig in the Torah, that's talking about where the distance between the two parshios is so great that before you finish rolling the Sefer Torah to where you need to get to to read that second parsha, the Meturgamon is finished being metargame, the Pasuk you had said previously, and then the Tzibor is going to have to sit there just waiting for you to find the place. So that's no good. But our Mishnah that says you're allowed to be medalig is talking about a case where you're just jumping to another nearby spot in the Torah, where by the time you you the the uh, metar, the the, the Torgaman has finished being metar game, you will have already found the spot and you'll be ready to pick it right up, and it's not going to be a problem. It's not going to cause the tzibur to sit there waiting. So frankly, Gemara vaha Allah, but on this iser of being medalig that the Mishnah Megillah tells us katani the hemshig that Mishnah says medalgin benavi vein medalgin b'torah. Viad kama medalgin, and when you're medalig in the navi, how much can you skip around in the navi? That's in the Navi. You're only allowed to be medalig. Which makes it sound like even that's not okay when it comes to, to being medalig in the Torah. So we're back to Arkasha. How is he allowed to be medalig in the Torah? How could the Kohen Gadol, when he's doing his Kriya, skip from one parsha to the other? You're not allowed to be medalig in the Torah, even Ella Amar Abayi, so Abayi says uh, a second attempt at an answer. Lo kasha. Kan bitin yinechod, kan bishnei inyanim. That in our Mishnah, that the Kohen Gadol is medalek, that's in the same Indian. He's skipping from one parsha relating to Yom HaKippurim to another parsha relating to Yom HaKippurim. So as long as you do that within, that's okay even in the Torah. But the Mishnah in Megillah, it says, you're not allowed to be medalek in the Torah, it's talking about to go from one Indian to another Indian. So even if uh, it's you would not be allowed to do that because when it's a uh, uh, when it's one Indian, uh, you're, you'll uh, you, you'll be more prone to hear it, to listen to it, and to follow along. When it's another Indian, you're not going to be able to follow along as easily. That's how uh, that's how Rashi seems to understand. The uh, Dark David just raised the question: Why, why is that Talui and Dilugim? Even without Dilugim, there are certain uh, Inyanim that stop and start with other Inyanim, and uh, that that's what the Hafsakos are between the Parshios of the Torah to give Revach to Moshe Rabbeinu to be misboning between one parsha and another parsha. But uh, we don't find by Kriya Satora in general that we are mafsik between one parsha and another parsha. So by Yedilug also, why, why would we uh, need to be uh, mafsik between one and the other just because they're about two different topics? So that's why Dark David says he has a different interpretation, different than Rashi. He says, when we say we're not medalig bishnei and yanim, it's because it's a bizayim to the psukim that you're medalig on, as if you're saying, I'm not interested in these psukim. But when it's be'in echad, we know that it's not that you're not interested in these psukim, it's that the topic at hand is Yom HaKippurim. So you need to find the psukim that relate to Yom HaKippurim to read those psukim. So it's less of a bizayon. That's how the Dark David says differently than Rashi. Says and I'll bring you a raya that when it comes to being medalig in the Torah, you're allowed to be medalig as long as it's, you have two criteria, that it's within the same Indian 
and that no one's going to have to sit around waiting after the Torgman finishes being Metargeim. Vatanya, the Brysa confirms this. Medalgin betorah be'inyan echad, u'benavi b'shnei inyanim. That you're allowed to be medalgin betorah when it's inyan echad, and navi even when shnei inyanim. V'kan v'kan b'kadesh l'yusak torgman. But the, the condition has to be that it's k'desh l'yusak torgman. Ve'in medalgin minavi l'navi, but even within navi, you're not allowed to be medalgin from one sefer to another sefer, from Yishayot, Yirmiyot, or something like that, because that's that's going to cause a lot of confusion. But within the, the Treyasar, you're allowed to be medalik even from one Navi to another, because all of the Treyasar, in a certain sense, is considered a single Sefer. But you're not allowed to be medalik backwards. You, you have to be medalik forwards within the uh, the Treyasar, or with, uh, within the Svarim. Then the Mishnah said the Kohen Gadol rolls up the Torah, and he holds it in his lap, and, every, and he says, Says that there's more written here than I read, and then he does the rest of it balpeh. So says more of a kolkach lama. Why do we have to announce such a thing? So I'll say for Torah that uh, since uh, everyone's going to see that the parsha of Baasar that's in Sefer Bamidbar, he's saying balpeh, and the previous parshas he read from the Torah. People are going to say that that third parsha that he's reading must not be in the Sefer Torah, and the Sefer Torah must be a Sefer Pagum. So therefore, he has to announce that no, the, the third parsha is also in the Sefer Torah. The fact that you're not reading it, Mitocha Sefer, is for the reasons that we're going to explain in the Gemaras, because of the Tirchot Zibur or whatever else, but, uh, but he has to confirm that the Sefer is not, uh, is, is not, is not Pagum. So says the Gemara, Uba Asar so then he, he says the parsha of Uba Asar in Sefer Bamidbar, Kare Alpen, he does that one Balpeh. So Frank the Gemara, why? Just roll the Sefer. From uh, Vayikra to Bamidbar, Velikri, and then you'll read straight from the Sefer. So answer the Gemara, Amr Avhun Varyud, Amr Avsheshes, Lefishein Golol in Sefer Torah B'Tzibur. It's not covered at Tzibur to uh, to be Golol the Sefer Torah when everyone, the way the Rishonim say, when everyone has to sit there Yoshev Bishtika, when everyone has to sit there uh, silently. Uh, I would argue nowadays that's, uh, that's that's very kind to assume that everyone will sit there silently. That the problem is going to be even worse than uh, that everyone having to sit there silently, is that people will not sit there uh, silently. The Rishonim all raise the question, the Tos HaRash, the Tos Yishonim, the Tos Rabbeinu Peretz, the Ritva, they all raise the question that the Gemara had asked, why are we uh, medaleg at all? And the Gemara said that uh, that, that it's Binyan uh, Echad, when it's Pachos Mekitei Shivzakam Torgman, you're allowed to be medaleg. When it's Yosem Mekitei Shivzakam Torgman, you're not allowed to be medaleg. So what's the Gemara asking? Be Gol of the Sefer Torah. Being Gol of the Sefer Torah from Parsh Zemar to Parsh Pilchas is a long galila. That will take a while. That will take longer then the Torgaman will go. So isn't it Pashut that you're not allowed to be Gola? I mean, why, why does Gemara raise this as a, as a question now that this is even a possibility? So the Rishonim point out in the name of Rabbeinu Yosef that the Gemara knew that you're not allowed to be Medalik Batari Yosem Kadesh Yosem Torgaman, like we already said. But the Gemara is explaining why why is it um, in the in the Brisa that it's Asal Medalik Batari and the Gemara could have asked uh, that uh, on, on the Brisa itself but uh, the Gemara would rather ask on the Mishnah than ask on the Brisa. I mean, there's really a follow-up to the to the to the Brisa itself. I Meaning, we're really asking, what's the basis for that Isser? We know that it's Aser. We just explained that it's Aser. But why? So the Gemara is saying 
because if you do a b'tzibur, it's not good. It's not respectful for the uh, for the tzibur. Um, the uh, Tosa Rush d- d- doesn't like that answer, and he says Eim Medalgim Torah and in Golden Sefer Torah b'tzibur are two separate dinim. Dilig is an iser even if you're not golel, because uh, even if you open up all the dap in the Sefer Torah to the place where you're going to read from, so you don't have to be golel at all. But uh, everyone's going to think that the kriya is in the same minion. So it says b'shnei yanim in medalgin even kadesh Whereas uh, golel is a different Indian. Golel is when you actually have to do something physically to the Sefer Torah. Okay, so now the Gemara says, if the reason you're not kore in this, uh, the third parasha from the Sefer itself is because of the lack of Kavanah Tzibur, there is another option. Lacey, Sefer Torah Akrina, get another Sefer Torah. Velikri, read from another Sefer Torah. So Rishon. What are people going to think when we put away that first Sefer Torah? People are going to think that there must have been a problem with it, and that's why we're not reading from it. If you take out another Sefer Torah, you're going to have to say a Birch Torah a second time on that Sefer Torah, and it's going to cause a Bracha Shenitzricha. So that's why we say we'd rather you be Kore Balpeh rather than either cause a Pagam to the first Sefer Torah or, or an assumed Pagam to the first Sefer Torah or require a new Bracha. So every time you take out a new Sefer Torah with Choshesh, the people are going to think that the first Sefer Torah is Pagam. You ever been in shul on uh, Shabbos Rosh Chodesh Chanukah? If Rosh Chodesh Teves falls out on Shabbos, you know what we do? So maybe Shalosh Toros, we take out three Sefer Torah. We read the Parsha Shavuah, one of them, the Achash of Rosh Chodesh, we read uh, the Kriya of Rosh Chodesh in the second one, and we read the Chanukah Kriya Torah in a third Sefer Torah. So you see that we're not Choshish, people are going to say that there's a Pagam in the first Sefer Torah just because we're taking out another Sefer Torah. We do it all the time. So it's interesting that that was the Gemara's question, right? The Achronim raised the question, raised the Shaila. Why do you have to go to three Sefer Torah? And there's so many times that we take out two Sefer Torah. Every Rosh Chodesh, you take out uh, every Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, you're always taking out uh, two Sefer Torah. So just say that Rosh Chodesh, uh, Stam, why do you have to make it uh, Shabbos Rosh Chodesh Chanukah? So Yaakov Emden and Sheilas Yaivitz points out that it's the Derech of the Gemara always to prefer uh, asking from a Mishnah or a Brisa rather than from a Memra, um, the, the, uh, the, or from Memra rather, rather than just something from Svara alone. And we don't find anywhere in the Gemara that on Shabbos Rosh Chodesh they take out two Sefer Torah. The Gemara never says that explicitly, that on Shabbos Rosh Chodesh they take out two Sefer Torah. The Gemara does say explicitly that on Shabbos Rosh Chodesh Chanukah you take out three. And then we realize from there, oh, I guess when it's just Shabbos Rosh Chodesh you take out two. So we always prefer to ask from a source. You always want to ask from, uh, from sources. Anyone could say svaras, but when you ever, whenever you ask a question, it's a good rule in learning also. Rav Shachter often points out that you can tell the, the person who's a real Tamil Chacham versus someone who's not. People who are very smart can ask a lot of good kashas, but someone who asks a kasha with, uh, but it says here, you know, they have, uh, they have a source, they have rayas, to whatever ideas that they say, that's the that, that's what a tamal chacham is. So the gemara always wants to know. Show me a source. So we know it brings uh, brings an actual brisa. That's what we always prefer to do. So anyway, so the gemara is asking the question.
question, what would be so terrible if the Kohen Gadol took out another Sefer Torah and read from another Sefer Torah? After all, we do it all the time. No, it's no Pagama in the earlier Sefer Torah if you're having new Alios, new Olim, new people reading from the new Sefer Torah like we do on Rosh Chodesh Chanukah. But if it's the Kohen Gadol doing all the Kriya on Yom HaKippurim and he's going to switch Torahs in the middle, that's going to be a Pagam for the Sefer Torah. We said the Kohen Gadol is then Mevarech on the Torah after the Kriya is Mevarech eight Brachos. What is the content of these Brachos? So the Bracha on the Torah is the same Bracha we say after Kriya Satora uh, whenever you get an Aliyah. Those are familiar Brachos to us because Kitikna. Those are the same Brachos you have in Shmon Esrei for Avoda and for Hoda, right? The Bracha of Ritzei and the Bracha of Modim and the Mechilas Avon. Um, so Al Mikdash Bifnei Atzmo and the uh, the Mikdash Bifnei Atzmo is its own separate Bracha. Al Kadim Bifnei Atzmo is its own separate Bracha. Al Yisrael Bifnei Atzmo and Al Yishlaim Bifnei Atzmo. So all of those are separate Brachos. Vashar Tfila and then the Mishnah says and the rest is Tfila. So the Gemara ex- ex- brings a Brisa that explains the Nusach of that final Bracha. Tanurabban Hashar Tfila. The Kohen Gadol says a Bracha that incorporates Tfila. Tchina Rina Ubakasha Shamchi Yisrael Tzrichim Livasha. That Klal Yisrael needs a Yeshua. V'choseim b'Shomei Tfila. And he concludes that Bracha with Baruch Ata Hashem Shomei Tfila. Mikan Ve'elach. After he finishes all the Brachos, what happens next? Kolechad Vechad. Maybe Sefer Torah Mitoch Beiso. Everyone brings the Sefer Torah from their home. V'Korebo. And they read from their Sefer Torah. V'Kolkach Lama. Why do they do that? Kedei Laharos Chazuso L'Rabim. In order to show the beauty of their Sefer Torah in public, in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Zekeli Van Veu, which the Chacham Darshan Hisna Lefan of the Mitzvos, and one of the ways to be Misna Lefan of the Mitzvos, Gemara says in Shabbos and Nazir is Sefer Torah. Not that you should uh, one of the, the mitzvah Taryag in the Torah is to write a Sefer Torah, and you should do it Behidur, so everyone would show the great Hidur mitzvah that they accomplished by writing for themselves a beautiful uh, Sefer Torah. In Shuvas Shuvah Me'ava Chelak Aleph Simul Chaf, he's bothered why it is that the Rambam skips this. The Rambam leaves out this halacha, that they would bring their Sifrei Torah from their home after the Kriya of the Kohen Gadol and Yom HaKippurim. So uh, his Rebbe, the Nadib Yehuda, responds, and in, in, he quotes his Rebbe in Simon Chafal, in the next uh, Tshuva, he quotes his Rebbe's Tshuva back to him. He says, Ani I don't know what your kasha is. This is not a din, this is not a, a law, this is not a halacha. The Bryce is just telling us, a Maisa Shahaya, that this was something that they were no hate to do, but it's just a hanaga that they did because they thought it would be appropriate and that it would be nice, but it had nothing to do with any halacha. It was it even mutter though? Rashi writes the fact that they were allowed to bring the Sefer Torah, meaning this carrying from their house on Yom Kippur. So are they allowed to carry the Sefer Torah from their house on Yom Kippur? So Rashi writes the fact that they would bring it from their house to the Azara, even though it's going through Shasarabim, is because this Tana must assume, like the Shita and Masachas Yuma, that ain't Erevotzol Yom Kippurim, that the and the din of Erev Chatzeros doesn't apply to Yom HaKippurim. That's only a din in Shabbos. And the Yom Kippur, you don't need an Erev. There's no Isser of Hotza'ah. It's Mutl Taltel, even without an Erev. Uh, that's one Mahalich Rashi has. The other answer Rashi has is that Yerushalayim, the Gemara in Erevin says that Yerushalayim's doors were locked and closed at night. So if that's, the, if that's true, then it doesn't have a din of Yerushalayim Daraisa. It has a din of a Chatzim which means you can make an area of Chatzeros and you can carry
carry throughout all of Yerushalayim, and that's what they must have done, and that's why they were able to carry. So two possibilities, Rashi says. Either there's never a problem of Hotzah in the first place in Yom Kippur, and though there is a problem of Hotzah in the first place in Yom Kippur, you're assuming that Yerushalayim doesn't have a dinner of Shisram Darais, and therefore it lends itself to making an Erev. It's interesting, though, because Rashi in Masechus Yuma gives a totally different answer. Rashi in Masechus Yuma and Dafayin Amalal says, no, they brought their Sifrei Torah in Erev Yom Kippur to the Yazara, uh, because they, they can't carry it on Yom Kippur, uh, and, uh, and then they had it available to them. So the Achorim were bothered. Why would Rashi change his mind from uh, Masechus Yuma to Masechus Sota? A totally different approach. So in that uh, same series of Chuvas and Chuvah Me'ava, in the same for Chuvah Me'ava, the Talmud of Nadi so in Simon Yotas, the previous Chuvah to the one we just mentioned, he uh, he answers based on the Gemara in Erevin, that after there were Nifritzu Pratzos Bechamlis Yerushalayim, once they breached the walls of Yerushalayim, it then had a din of a Rosh Hashanah and they couldn't make an Erev anymore. So that's why you needed uh, Rashi in both places, that Rashi over here is talking about before there were any Pirtzos in the walls of Yerushalayim. But once there were Pirtzos in the walls, so then it was also to be Metal to the Sivitari Yom Kippur, so then Rashi, and, and uh, therefore, according to those that say, Erev Otsal Yom Kippur, that there is an Israel Tzah, you need what Rashi says in Masachas Yoma, that uh, they would bring already an Erev Yom Kippur, they would bring the Sifri Torah. That's the, the, so they changed the Hanhaga, that initially they would bring an Anyam Kippur and they just uh, either relied on an Erev or didn't need an Erev. And then, once there appeared to us in the wall, then they had to change the Hanhaga and bring from Erev Yom Kippur. And the Yehuda says that the basis of Rashi, the reason Rashi changes his mind is because the, the Guf Habraisa, the actual Braisa that the Gemara quotes, um, there's a, a, a change in the Lushan of the Braisa from Masech Zuma to Masech Sota. A sensitive reader will notice, says the Nodeb Yehuda, that the Girsa in Masech Zuma is Kal Echad Ve'echad Mevi Sefer Torah Mi Beso Vikore. It could be that the word Mi Beso is not going on the word Mevi, it's going on Sefer Torah, meaning that you are not Mevi at Mi Beso, you're Mevi a Sefer Torah Mi Beso. You're Mevi the Sefer Torah that you normally keep in your house. When are you Mevi? On, on Erev Yom Kippur. But over here, it doesn't say maybe Sefer Torah, Kalecha Vechad, maybe Sefer Torah, Mi Beso. It says Kalecha Vechad, maybe Sefer Torah, Mitoch Beso. Mitoch Beso sounds like you're taking it from your house right now. Oh, so Rashi needs to say that uh, you're not doing that on Erev Yantif. It sounds like you're doing that right now, either a Erev or that they actually had a Erev Chatseros. Okay, so now we transition to the next um, uh, item that could only be said, Belashna Kodesh, and that is the Parsha Samelech. So up until now we were talking about the Parsha of the Kohen Gadol and Yom Kippur. Now we're talking about the Parsha Samelech, which is the Hakel that was done in the uh, the year following the Shemitah year on Chag HaSukos. Now the, it's it, that the Melech would read the Mishnah Torah to the people. Now it's interesting, it never says in uh, Chumash that the Melech is the one that has to do the, the reading in that in that Maimed. Uh, that's uh, the, uh, the Rashi writes, it's supposed to be done Al Yedeh the Melech, um, the, uh, the, the, uh, the Medrash, uh, the Sifri, uh, says that on the Pasuk in Parsha Melech, says, V'kasvelos Mishnah HaTorah zos al Sefer. Why do you say Mishnah HaTorah? Uh, the Melech has to write the entire, the entire Torah. He needs his own Sefer Torah in its entirety. Why only Mishnah Torah? So the Medrash answers that on Hakel we only read the Mishnah Torah. So the Kriya of Hakel, Al Yedeh the Melech, it must be Al Yedeh Melech, because the Pasuk addresses a Melech and says something about Mishnah Torah. So it must be that that's referring to the the mitzvah of Hakel, that Hakel is limited to Mishnah Torah, and that relates to the Melech. So Yomtev writes that the source of the idea that it has to be the Melech is that Moshe Rabbeinu tells Yoshua, Tikras HaTorah Zos 
neged kol Yisrael baznehem, and Yoshua had a status of a melech. So we see that it's a mitzvah that's mutal on the melech. Darkei David just says, how do, you, how do I know that that pasuk was said to Yoshua? So in Kiryas Sefer he says that the melech is kore is derived from somewhere else. Tikras Torah and Moshe was a melech. So we're, we understand that the pasuk is talking about Moshe, not on Yoshua. So either way, it's a conversation between two people who were a melech. So whoever is supposed to be Tikra, right? Whether it's talking about Moshe or whether it's talking about Yoshua, it's a person who had the status of melech. So you see that a melech has to be the one that does it. Uh, the uh, the Tiferes Yisrael though on the Mishnah says no. There's no Dindar Raisa. There has to be a Melech. That's a Din Midrabanan. Midar Raisa should be someone very, very Chashuv. We just can't think of anyone more Chashuv than a Melech. But if you don't have a Melech or the Melech is unable to read, so let it be someone else who's extremely Chashuv on a Daraisa level. That would suffice. So, anyway, so says the Mishnah, Parsha Melech Ketan. How do we do the Parsha Samelech? on the eighth year of the Shemitah cycle, which means the year after Shemitah, they make a big platform out of wood in the Azara, and he sits on this stage. And so so means when the seven years are over and it's the eighth year. So means when uh, the Shemitah is not totally over because the Katsir Shal Shviyas, that's Yotzei the Motsai Shviyas, still has Kedusha Shviyas. So even though the Shemitah year on the calendar is over, the effects of Shemitah are not over. Right? We know that very well, that the effects of Shemitah last for some time after Shemitah. So Chazna Knesses, the uh, Shamish that's in charge of the Besa Knesses in the Azara to bring the Sefer Torah in and to take it out and to be Mavshit the Teva from, uh, to be Mavshit the Aron from all the, uh, the curtains and stuff. So the one who takes care of things, Notel Sefer Torah, and also the Rosh HaKnesses. He gives it to the Gabbai. The Gabbai of the basic Knesses is the one that gives out all the Kibudim. The Rosh HaKnesses knows the Skan, and he gives it to the Skan Kohen Gadol. The Skan knows the Kohen Gadol. The Skan gives it to the Kohen Gadol. The Kohen Gadol knows the Melech, and he gives it to the Melech. And the Melech is Mekabal Sivatora, and he reads from it while sitting down. Agripas HaMelech, but Agripas HaMelech, who was a descendant of Hordus, and during his uh, his his reign, uh, the Mikdasheni was destroyed, and he was, it was very machmer on himself that even though a melech is allowed to sit while reading from the Torah, Omad v'kibel v'kare omed. He read from the Torah while standing. V'shibchu chachamim, and the chachamim praised him for it. Shegiya l'losucha lasei salecha ish nachri. Asher The pasuk continues. When he got to the pasuk that you're not allowed to have an ish nachri as a melech, zolgu ein of demos. He started to cry because it dawned on him that, or he knew about it the whole time, but it became more in the center of his consciousness that he was puzzled from malchus because he's mizaro hordus, who was an eved, and he's not roy for the malchus. It's at the beginning of Basra, that the uh, the last uh, descendant of the base Chashmonai, before she committed suicide, said that anyone that comes and tells you that they're from the base Chashmonai, you should know he's an Eved, and uh, there is no one left from the base Chashmonai. So uh, so here was an Eved. So the, the the Jewish people said to him, "Don't don't be afraid about this." No, your mother's Jewish. You're not an Eved. You're you're a Chinu. You're you're one of us. The Chor it's a little bit strange that Agripas. When did he cry? Devarim Perik Yitzayin Pasuk Tezvav Losucha Losei Salecha 
Ish Nachri. Now that is after the Pasuk of Mikerevachecha Tasmalecha Melech, meaning if he was going to cry, he had earlier opportunity to cry. The Pasuk already had said that Mikerevachecha, that you could only appoint a Melech Mikerevachecha. So the Ben Yoyada writes, yeah, yeah, but the earlier phrase in the Pasuk is a Mitzvah Saseh. The end of the Pasuk is a Mitzvah Lo Saseh. And a Lo Saseh is more Chomer than an Saseh. And we not Onishmin Hashemayim, there's no Onishmin Hashemayim for Bittal Mitzvah Saseh um, unless there's a, a Shazam, unless there's a time of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's anger. That's what Gemara Menachos Taf Mem says that if, let's say, a person doesn't uh, uh, put doesn't wear a beggar of Dal Kavlos. So he's not mechayiv himself in the midst of tzitzis. So he just doesn't uh, go uh, try to do a mitzvah say. So you, you don't get punished for that. There's no onish minashrayim for that. Unless HaKadosh Baruch Hu is anyway angry. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu is anyway angry at things that we've done, so then he'll throw on punishment for that also. So a bit of mitzvah say is not going to bother our gripas as much. But once he got to the los say, then it, it was very frightening. In the Mincha Chareve, he writes that in the assay of Mikarach that's only an Isr Bishas Minui at the time of the appointment of the Melech. So since it was already a long while after the Minui, so uh, he wasn't worried that they were going to uh, that they were going to be Mesalik him, that they were going to fire him. But uh, the love of the Sukhalasih is a constant Isr. So every moment it's a violation of that love. And therefore that was something that caused him a certain amount of anxiety, that every single moment he's in violation of that love. So they told him, no, Achinuata, because you're Mother's Jewish anyway. That's the way Rashi understands. Tosis himself, Babas was bothered by that because the Gemara says that anyone who says is Evedhu. So if Hordus um, or his children marry Jewish women, then they're not Avadim. So why would they be considered an Eved? In Yevamas, Tosis also asks on Rashi that it says over there that uh, anyone who's Imam Yisrael is in fact Mikerevachecha and is kosher to be a Melech. So if, that, if that's true, then there's nothing really wrong over here. So that's why Tosas writes in Masechus Basra, his mother was not Jewish. When they said Achinuata, they meant to say that you're chayiv in mitzvos, because never does chayiv in mitzvos ki isha. So uh, you're Achinuata in mitzvos, that you're chayiv in mitzvos, at least like an isha, is chayiv in mitzvos. V'kori mitchilas eila advarim. So the Melech reads from the beginning of the Sefer Dvarim, ad Shema, until Shema, the parsha of Shema and parsha of Eschavim, Shema. And he reads um, the parsha of Shema, Shema Yisrael, which is Kabbalah Salmach Shemaim, and Vayim Shemoah, uh, which is Kabbalah Salmach Mitzvos, and then Aser Ta Aser, because uh, Sukkot is the Chag HaOsif, so it's the time of Matnus Aniyim and Trumas Maisos. so you got to read that about those Chiyuvim, and then Ki Techalali Aser, which also talks about Biur Maisros, so you want to go through all the Chiyuvim of Maisros, and then you go back to Parsha Shoftim, um, and you read Parsha Samelech. The Parsha Melch, even though it's before the Parsha of Kisachalaser, which is in Kisavo, you skipped it at first in order not to be mafsik between the Maisros related Parshios. And then when he finishes the Maisros related Parshios, he goes back to Parsha Samelech, Ubrachos Uklalos. And then he reads also the Brachos and Klalos in Parsha Kisavo, Acha Gomer Kala Parsha, until he finishes Parsha Kisavo. The same brachs that Kohen Gadol says on Yom Kippur when he does his reading, the Melech makes all of the same brachos at the Hakel with one difference. Whereas the Kohen Gadol is going to say the brach in the middle brach of Shemon Esri of Yom Kippurim, the, uh, the, the Melech, when it, he's reading on Sukkis, is going to have the middle brach of Shemon Esri of Yom Tov, but not the middle brach of Shemon Esri of Yom Kippurim, which is very mistaver, obviously. So now the it says, it says in the Mishnah 
Rishon's Motzai Yom Tov Rishon Shel Chag Hasukos. So what do you mean Bishmini? Bishmini makes it sound like they're reading on Shmini Atzeres, meaning we're assuming that Shmini, because it's Lashon Zachar, is going on the Yom and not the Shana. Shana is Lashon Nekeva. So since it says Bishmini, we're assuming you're talking about the eighth day of the holiday. But we just said that no, it's Motzai Yom Tov Rishon. It's not on the eighth day of the holiday. Say Ema Bishminis. You add in a little a letter there to turn it into the feminine so that you'll realize it's going on the eighth year, the Shana Hashminis, and not the Yom Hashmini. So now the Pasuk had said, Miket Sheva Shanim, Bemoich Nasashmita, Bechag Asukos, Bevokal Yisrael Raos. So four different simanim about when the Zman of the mitzvah is. Bekal Hani Lamali. Why do I need all these different uh, markers of the actual date that they would do the Hakel? So Trichi, Dikas Rachmana Miket, if it only would have said Miket Sheva Shanim and would not have mentioned that it's Nasashmita Avamina, Nimnu Mehashta. I would think you start counting the seven, you start the clock on those seven years when Moshe Rabbeinu tells us that mitzvah. And not from the actual Shemitah cycle. The Avgav the Lomis Rami would be Shemitah, even though it doesn't turn out in Shemitah here. So Kas Rachman is Shemitah. That's why it had to give the second marker and say Shemitah. Because Rachman is Shemitah, um, if it only would have said Shemitah and it would not have said Bimoid, Havamina Besova Shemitah. I would think before Rosh Hashanah of the eighth year and the end of the Shemitah year. So Kas Rachman Bimoid. That's why it says Bimoid to let me know that it's in a Yom Tov in the year that follows the Shemitah year. Because Bimoid, if it only would have said Bimoid and would not have said Chakasukos, Havamina Mereshata. I would think, well, there's a yantif that comes before Sukkot. Do it on Rosh Hashanah, it's also a Moed. Right? We just read in this past week's parsha, Eile Moedei Hashem, and uh, Rosh Hashanah is on the list of the Moedei Hashem. So, that's why it says, and if it only would have said, and would not have said, I would think that it's even on Shmini Atzeres. So, that's why it says, when people initially show up, which is the beginning of the Yom Tov, that's when everyone comes to be a regal. So, it should turn out that you should read on Yom Tov Rishon, which is the very beginning of the Yom Tov. But on Yantuf, they can't build a bima, and uh, the building of the bima is not Tochi Yantuf. So, therefore, they have to, if they're going to build a platform, they're going to build a stage, it has to be a Motsai Yom Tov Harishon. Rashi points out, and they can't build the bima on Erev Yom Tov, just leave it there, because then it's going to be a Dochak Ba Azara Yom Tov. The Azara is crowded enough. You start putting uh, new construction in there, it's going to be a nightmare. So uh, they have to wait till afterwards and they do a quick construction project uh, right after Yantav is over and they just put it together quickly. So we said the Chazna Knesset gives it to the Rosh Knesset and he gives it to the Skan, the Skan to the Kohen Gadol, the Kohen Gadol to the Melech. So it says, We see that the Rosh Knesset and the Skan and the Kohen Gadol, they're all Talmidim Lagabe the Melech and yet we're on them by giving them the Sefer Torah, so you see that you could give a cover to a Talmud b'makamarav. So I'm Rabbi, no, kulu mishum kavod of the Melech. It's all mishum kavod of the Melech. And the same thing like we said by the Kohen Gadol with this kriya, that by going through multiple stages before you get to the final person, before you hit the top of the pyramid, before you get to the person who's the most mechubed, so that's a way of showing him kavod of how many stages there are. That it starts with the chash of a person, right? It starts with the chazan is already a chash of a person. And it goes up 
and up and up and up till you get to the Melech. Had this practice that he would read from the Torah standing up. So Omed Mechal Yoshev sounds like up until that point he was sitting down. But only Malchabes Dovid are allowed to sit in the Azar just like we said when we started this year today about the Kriyas HaMelech that he stood in the by the Kriyas Kohen Gadol rather that it was Bezrus Nashim here also it's in the Ezra's Nashim so Agrippa HaMelech is allowed to sit if he uh, if he wants to and he was and he started sitting down and he only stood up to read the fact that they praised him sounds like his being mochal on his cover and standing was a good thing uh, but but isn't a melech not allowed to be mochel on this cover? After all, it's there has to be that attitude of a maso alecha. So how could a gribus a melech be mochel on this cover? Rav Elchanan, Kovitz Shur, Masech Ksuba says, what do you mean? Shetei maso alecha is a mitzvah on the am. Melech shmochel kvodo in kvodo mochel means that if he's mochel on his cover, they still are obligated to treat him with kavod. But that's not a din klape him. Eimas HaMelech is not his din. So he says, Elamai, it is. Eimas HaMelech is not Mishum Kavod HaMelech. It's Mishum Kavod HaMalchus. And the Melech has to respect the Malchus. Also, Utaf, you coincidence talking about a Melech? Yeah, come on, that uh, counts, right? So that's, uh, so, so it's, uh, it's about respect for the Malchus and not respect for the Melech itself. So it says Gemara, mitzvah shiny. That no, a mitzvah is different. So for a mitzvah, it's not considered a mechilah and it's covered because it's hakal lechvodo. It's all for the covenant of the Boreolam. So that's not considered a mechilah and it's covered. When he got to the issue of uh, appointing an Ishnakri as a melech, so he started to cry. So that at that moment, Klal Yisrael was uh, to be wiped out because they, they, they falsely. Flattered Agripas. When the uh, it's a play on words, probably when Agrofa means the Kalach, but it's the same word as Agripas, same letters as Agripas. When they, they the, the the power of Hanufa uh, became uh, so prevalent in the world, this Avsu Adinin, all the Dine Mamanus, all the Dine Torah became uh, corrupted because the Dayanim were all being Machnif, the Baledin, and they weren't doing properly. The way people behaved uh, was it became terrible. People, Gedolim would see over Aver and they wouldn't say anything about it. And no one can take the high road. No one could say, uh, you know, can say, I'm better than you because no one's better than anybody because we all see terrible things happening and we don't say anything about it. We don't do anything about it. So that's on all of us. It's We're all in that category. Who have power over you in this world, Shinemar, because the Pasuk says in the Nevoah of Yeshayi, Lasadavo, of Lo Yikari, Old Novel Nadiv, Ulechili, Lo Yamar Shoah. That Lasadavo, a low life, can, will no longer be called a Nadiv, and someone who's a, who's a glutton and is always drinking wine, a drunk, you're not allowed to call a Shoah, it will not be called a Shoah anymore. Mechal, Dabal Nazeh Shari. Sounds like in this world, meaning at this point, it's, it's mutter to do that. Rabbi Shem Melakshem Mehacha, the idea that you're allowed to be Machnaf is derived from the following Pasuk. Kiros pnei elukim v'tirtseni. Yaakov Avinu says to Esav, you know, matzasi imna matzasi chayim beidecha. Please take my gift. I see your face. Kiros pnei elukim, as if I'm seeing a malach. So pligad Rabbi Levi. So and that's chanufa, right? Yaakov is showing chanufa. 
Esav because Esav is a powerful person. But that, that reading of what Yaakov did is pligad Rabbi Levi. is against the way Rabbi Levi interprets Yaakov's statement. What was Yaakov doing? It was very clever. Imagine someone invites somebody to his house and the guest realizes that, oh no, he invited me here to get me here alone so that he can kill me. So Amrlo, what does the guest do? He says, oh, this, the taste of this food, it tastes exactly like what I had once when I was eating at the king's house. So Amr, so the Balabai says, uh-oh, this guy is a makur of Lamalchus. I better not start up with him. So I can't, I can't start up with him. So that's what Yaakov was saying to Esav. Oh, uh, you look like a Malach. And Esav says, how does he know what a Malach looks like? So that it becomes a little more frightening to start up with him. Amr brings anger into the world. Hashem is not likely to listen to his tefillah. That means that Baruch is not going to listen to the tefillah. Okay, the, uh, the, the six memos of Rabbi Lazar about the Yisra of Hanufa have a simon of af, uber, gehen, and biyado, nida, gola. So uh, the, uh, the, the uh, we'll do one more. Rabbi Lazar, call him sheish for Hanufa, afilu uber, shemeyimun, mekal, so anyone who has Hanufa, even the uh, fetuses in the mother's uh, womb are going to be mekal. The same fetuses that sang shira at the yam, right? Even a fetus could be mekal. Shenamar, omel, the rasha, tzadik, ato, yukavu, amim, yizumu, luumim. So the ain kov, el, a klala, kov means a klala, shenamar, lo kabo, el, because Bilam Marasha says, ma ekov, lo kabo, kel, that a kosh baruch who doesn't want klal yisrael to be cursed. Vein laom, elu, ubarin, and laom means fetuses. Shenamar, because the Pasuk says, when Hashem says to Rivka about the twins that she has, so you see that even fetuses uh, are uh, are are the person who has chanufa. Okay, but tomorrow Elisha is going to be giving the shear. I will be out of town for a chasana, and I will be back on whatever the day after tomorrow is. So if it's tomorrow, tomorrow, whatever it is. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I'll be back Thursday. Okay. <laughs>